If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Chris Gillibo. You are listening to Side Hustle School. I want to welcome you as well to our Thursday segment. We call it Throwback Thursday. We didn't actually invent Throwback Thursday, but we borrowed that term. We also call it Where Are They Now, where we take an in-depth look at someone whose story has evolved since we first featured them. Now, I have been making this podcast for 1,629 days. Shout out to everybody who's been listening from the beginning or at least a good ways in. And if you just discovered the show this week, then that's okay too, because everybody's welcome. Uh, together, we are on this journey of creating personal freedom through the form of a money-making side project. That's what it's all about. How can you do this in your own way without quitting your job? Of course, also in a way that uses a skill you already have and develops your creativity. It's just a good thing all around. Okay, all kinds of benefits. So in this segment, as I said, a little bit of a throwback. Uh, last week, we heard from a tea brand owner who climbed a steep path through COVID challenges. Before that, we had premium cocktail pins, handbags for active women, and designer dog clothing, or designer clothing for dogs, you know, as you prefer. Today in our latest feature, we'll hear from a maker in Chicago who sells faith-based jewelry, in particular, rosary beads. So we first had her on the show a couple of years ago. Uh, she has really expanded since. She's selling on lots of different platforms and even in some stores uh, with lots of new adventures and, of course, a few challenges. So her name is Maria, and let's hear directly from Maria about those things. So I'll come back at the end to wrap us up. Hi, my name is Maria Lauren. I'm from West Chicago, Illinois. The name of my business is Willow and Bee, and my side hustle episode was 807. I make faith-based jewelry with my main focus being first communion pieces. I got started selling jewelry when I was, my kids were going to school at St. Mike's and it was a religious school and I was creating um, rosaries and bracelets. So after a while, I was being asked and approached by parents if I could, you know, provide some pieces for them and make something for them. At that point, I decided maybe I should go ahead and create a store. So I opened up an Etsy shop. And after years of doing that, um, through some encouragement from my mom, uh, she suggested, you know, why don't you go and ask if you could sell these at a retail store? So I wasn't sure how you did that, but I went ahead and just sent out an email, got, you know, got in touch with a buyer and um, my pieces are being sold also now at Von Mar. 
So I saw, you know, that started the whole ball of wax going from selling um, at a retail store to boutiques. And, you know, I still sell on Etsy and Amazon Handmade. Since I was last featured on the show, I have increased my product line at Von Mar and have started outsourcing more of my items. I'm also gathering information to launch a subscription box. Um, I have noticed that uh, it's a lot easier to serve my current customers as opposed to creating new pieces and trying to branch out into different things. So my main focus is going to be to stay with the customer base that I currently have, but find other ways of serving them. The biggest struggle that I'm currently facing is having to uh, outsource because I'm getting to the point where my pieces are just, it's too much for me to make. And I do have help locally, but I had tried um, outsourcing and, you know, I had kind of um, a bad experience with that. And I ended up having to remake all the pieces that were made. So I find that it's one of those things where, you know, we're all hoping for that, you know, grand slam, you know, you hire somebody and it works out perfectly. Um, but, you know, I just took it with a grain of salt. I, can't, I have to keep looking and trying to find the right person to help out because I won't allow this. So it's an imperative that I find somebody that can help. Um, I'm even considering maybe hiring locally, maybe college kids um, or even retired workers because I feel like that would help them a little bit and, and it helps me. My specific advice for somebody wanting to do something similar is to really test the market with the pieces that you're making. So what I like to do is um, I create one piece and I put it out on Etsy. And if it seems to be a good seller, then I'll buy a lot of product to create those pieces. Because I have to admit that in the beginning, um, you know, you get excited and you start buying a lot of pieces, a lot of components. And then you realize that this item that you made isn't really moving. So in order to keep your costs low and not to have a whole bunch of things that you're having to give away or resell or whatever. So I think it's important to really understand your market and also make sure that you're not um, getting overzealous with the idea of creating and buying all these things before you test each piece out. One of the most important things I've learned, which I kind of touched on a little bit before, is that um, it's really difficult when you're trying to make sales to focus on just the sales that you've already made. So, you know, if I wanted to make more, what I would do is create different pieces and I would even vary from my line. But what I noticed is that if I focus more on what's already selling and finding another way of serving that customer, it's really been the best way for me to grow my business. And gathering that information is really going to be the thing that I think is going to make the subscription box a success once that's launched, because I have the same customer base. So in other words, I'm not reinventing the wheel, trying to find different products that I they, they may or may not like. So I would say the most important thing is really to try and focus on your current client base and how you can serve them deeper. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you so much, Maria. Lots of good lessons there from outsourcing and learning that outsourcing can be challenging. Sometimes you make some missteps. You have to kind of regroup and try something different as well as focusing on your existing customers, your client base, uh, and then also just thinking through, you know, how does one actually grow? Like if I start from selling handmade on Etsy uh, and then I want to sell in retail stores, well, that's going to be a different process, you know, all around. So what do I do about that? How do I manage that? Uh, And then as well, I think she touched on uh, the need to try different stuff and, you know, make some products and see how people respond uh, before you go all in and think that you know best. Uh, Because often in these situations, the customer will kind of give you clues uh, as you go along. Uh, and if you you know respond to those clues, it's not necessarily doing exactly what they want all the time, because sometimes you might have a vision that you want to move forward with, and that's okay as well. But let's say active listening. I think that's a key that we have talked about in some other episodes as well. All right, I am grateful to Maria for helping us out with this segment. Check out her website at willowandbee.com, or follow her on Pinterest or Instagram at willowandbee. That would be bee, like a honeybee, spelled B-double-E. Oh, and her new podcast is called Handmade CEO. If you have a question, if you'd like to update us about your side hustle or anything else, uh, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. This has been episode 1629, as mentioned. Uh, so today's show notes are at sidehustleschool.com slash 1629. Thank you so much, wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you do something for yourself. And I hope you'll come back tomorrow. My name is Chris Gillibo. You're listening to Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.